you happen to be listening and watching this video. My name is Jonathan Royal. Now, that's not who you see on the screen. And you might be thinking, that's a graph's moving a little bit. It is. I couldn't begin to explain to you the nightmares I've had at my end uh, with technology. Those of you who know me on my mailing list know how basically computer literate I am. That will come as no surprise to you, but it's a great privilege this evening for me. It's evening time in England that I'm making this recording with the legend himself, uh, who hopefully pretty much all of you on this call will have already heard of, or already read, or watched some of his training materials, or perhaps even been on a live event with him. Perhaps you've been lucky enough to already train with him live in person. And that, that's this call's come together because very soon, I to say that Russ himself is going to make his way over to England, in England in fact, to run a live intensive on three-day training event that's going to be taking place on Friday the 11th, Saturday the 12th and Sunday the 13th of July this year, 2014, but we'll tell you more about that later because I know that Ross is going to share some cool stuff with you. So without further ado, you won't be able to see my face I'm afraid, but you'll hear me asking questions every now and again. You know what? That doesn't matter because the person you want to concentrate on is the grandfather. He calls himself the father of the production community. I'd say he's the grandfather. Well, more than that, the godfather. <laughs> and I do mean, and I do mean in the sense of the film. So, um, at home virtually, give a round of applause to the god of the production community, Mr. Ross Jeffries. Good evening, sir. Uh, thank you. Uh, we'll get started sharing some of the life-changing information, just a small bit of what we're going to be sharing on this call. I would like to ask a favor of the viewers and listeners would you please promise me that as i'm sharing this and as you're growing excited about it you understand that just a tiny fraction of what i'll be sharing with you when you come to my live event i also want to say it's an honor to be speaking with you uh, you've helped tens of thousands of people with your hypnotic skills so it's rare for me to be speaking with a colleague with someone who i could look eye to eye and say well done mate so uh thank you for this opportunity to speak to your audience thank you i'm honored to do it and i'm also honored i should say i'm honored to be speaking to people in a country who can not only put together a proper sentence but if you ask them to identify another country on the map they could do it that's not how it is in the united states <laughs> i'm serious i've seen these things how stupid americans can be you're allowed say, to say that well, it's true. We can, we're, uh, generally speaking, pretty uninformed people, but that's how it goes. Well, you're mostly not uninformed. Definitely not when it comes to the... Yeah. ...thing. And... I'm having a little difficulty hearing you, but that's technology. But um, let me just say, first of all, that what I'm going to be teaching first and foremost, and can you hear me there on, on your end? Perfectly. Yes. Okay. So the first thing I think that guys have to understand is to create a very powerful emotional and cognitive infrastructure for what they're going to be doing, not only with women, but in any area of life. I'll address it like this. In an area of life that's been deeply challenging, we have a lot of negative emotions and negative beliefs. How are you going to make sure that that old stuff doesn't come up when you go to try out new stuff? You see, I think if you want to radically change in any area of life, it's not enough to have a new playbook. 
you have to recognize that there are old patterns of thinking, believing, acting, responding to your world that they're going to come up. And they don't come up because you're broken or you're a bad person. They come up because they have what I call cognitive momentum and emotional inertia. It's just the way you're used to being. So first and foremost, what I'm going to be teaching people is a very simple meditation practice that they can do. Let me stand up just a minute. I talk better when I stand up. So okay. I'm going to raise the camera up just a little bit and move that a little bit. What I'm going to be teaching a big part of the first evening of the seminar is teaching guys how to develop a way of being present with these patterns when they arise without letting them distort their behavior and um, distort their perception and drive their behavior. It's really, really important thing. So a lot of people, they think of the inner game as just positive thinking and building a new self-image, which I think is very important, Jonathan. As someone who does hypnosis, you understand that that's very powerful. Indeed. But many times when we go to change in a difficult area of life, it feels like there's a tug of war going on. And I think there's a structure to that. And as you're listening to me and watching me at, at home or wherever you're watching this, I think you can recognize this in yourself. I often say to students, how many here have made a mistake with women? Everyone raises their hand. And then I say, how many of you have dwelt on that mistake over and over and over? And 80% of the people raise their hand. And I'll pick out a guy and I'll say, how many times have you thought about this mistake? And they'll say, well, 1,000, 2,000. Now stop and think, as someone who's a master of how the mind works, you understand there's very little difference between what you dwell on and what you're pre-programming into your mind. If you dwell on something over and over and over again, in effect, you're giving your mind the suggestion, you're giving your brain the suggestion that when you're in that situation again, that's what you're gonna do again. So one of the things I'm gonna teach guys is how to get out of their own way. So when these things arise, they arise and they can catch them right away and let go of them. It's very, very, very important. Does that make sense to you? It, it definitely does. Um, I mean, it's true to say that, you know, if you've conditioned yourself a thousand times with something negative, your unconscious mind basically takes that as the same reality as it genuinely happened a thousand times. So of course you're going to feel bad going into that situation. Here's a metaphor I'll use. And, and uh, one of the differences between me is I love teaching with metaphor. Because I, I've had students, I also do personal consulting, as I'm sure you do. I find that very, very fulfilling. I had a student say to me, you know, I've done your, your positive rehearsal stuff. I've done your inner game stuff where I rehearse vividly what I'm going to do. And I'm really positive. But when I get out into the field, just as I'm about to talk to a woman, I freeze. And I said, and you'll find this very, very interesting. You will definitely, of all people, understand this. I said to him, and how many times does this happen? He said, 100. I said, does it take you by surprise every time? He said, yeah, it does. So I used this metaphor. And uh, I want to open a loop here just a second. One of the benefits guys will have from learning from me is I use a lot of metaphor when I teach. And I think metaphors are a way of creating a bridge from one way of understanding the world into a totally different way of understanding. So let me give you the metaphor that... No, that's fine, Ron. I'm sorry. Yeah, let me give you the metaphor that I use this student, and it's an illustration of the kind of teaching 
and the quality of teaching that you'll experience when you come to the event, even to the point when you're looking back six months after having taken the event, feeling all the changes, thinking, God, I'm glad I really was able to listen closely right now. <laughs> so the metaphor I said is, supposing you were walking down an alley and at 8 p.m. in the evening, a mugger jumped out, beat you up, took your wallet, stole your wristwatch and ran away. And the next evening, you were walking down the same alley and at the exact same time, the same mugger jumped out, stole your new wristwatch, took your new wallet and ran away. By the third night, would you be ready or would it still take you yeah. by surprise? And he got the metaphor. So, <laughs> so I, I'm really doing two things here. First of all, I'm demonstrating that the quality of the teaching is going to take place through metaphor. It's a part of it. But also, I think guys need to be prepared in advance for when these things come up. So one of the things I'm going to be teaching, and uh, you know the work of Milton Erickson. And one of the things that Milton Erickson did is he always prepared his clients for slide backs, for slipping back, for sliding back down the curve, because he knew from time to time it would happen. So one of the things I'm going to be teaching students is how to use the body to break through what the mind is going to do. Because when you go out into the field, if all of a sudden you start shaking and the old stuff's up, by then the adrenaline is taken over. It's very difficult, no matter how well you programmed your mind in advance, to do anything about it. So one of the things I'm very proud of is a very simple technique that any student can do if at any point in their interactions with women, whether it's when they're first approaching, whether when it's they're sexualizing, when it's when they're, quote, making their move, which I don't believe in. Could you make a note? Yeah, to bring that point up again about making to teach to teach them how to use their body to do a simple little thing with their posture and your and their breath and what they do with their visual awareness to instantly and immediately break out of that old pattern. I very powerfully in programming the mind. I've been doing hypnosis and and NLP. It's great and. If you're in the field and suddenly those old responses come up, you better have something to do with your body to get out of that. So this is another thing I'm going to show guys is if at any point the old stuff gets in the way when they're actually in the situation, what to do with their body, a very, very simple thing. Now, I want to circle back. I'd rem uh, And this brings up this point I talked about making your move. This is very, very, very important. One of the huge benefits of coming to one of my events is to deprogram yourself of the old ways of thinking about women. Um, my mother put it this way. May she rest in peace. My mother was a very funny woman. She passed in 2007. And here's the metaphor. She kind of vulgar. Right. She's kind of vulgar <laughs> in her metaphor. But she said, look. She said, even if you have rose-colored glasses, if you dip them in shit, everything will look brown. Nice. That was her metaphor. So, so um, one of the things that we're going to do here is to change the very way that the, the technical vocabulary, the words that guys themselves, when they think about women. What are some of those automatic terms? When you think, and, and this is something as you're watching this, Think to yourself, what are some of the ways when you think about women that you're programmed to think? Well, 
how do I ask her out? I don't know if you use that phrase in England, asking a girl out. Is that a um, phrase you use? Some, some individuals still do, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, okay. All right, so where do I take her? When do I make my move? Uh, these are These are all ways of thinking that put people into a box. And they've been programmed in socially. Think about it. How many times have we watched a movie or a TV show where the guy asks the woman on something called a date. Many people say, why don't you call yourself a dating coach? And I say, because the word date brings up associations that really, really don't work. I used to say that uh, to shock people, dating is for women you're already sleeping with. The idea, if you just go and you share third party entertainment, like a movie or a dinner or something like that, that somehow magically you're going to make a connection, that idea is deeply programmed into men. So a, a portion of what I do in these live events is to, I put it like this way, free your mind and her ass will follow. So uh, another chunk of what we're going to do is look at these terms in which we even think about dating. Does that make sense? Because I, the whole idea you know, of it a makes date, massive my mind, as you mentioned, that is beyond just becoming more successful with the opposite sex. That that kind of mind reprogramming that you're going to teach them could give them in all areas of their life as well. Yes. Now let me give you an example of this. This is, and, and then there's, there, there's a sort of Zen of what I teach. This is what, I, uh, this is what excites me the most. There's a sort of Zen uh, of what I teach. How many times have you heard some, an expression like this? You know, I'm really good with the sevens and eights, but when it comes to the nines and tens, I just, I, I, I can't approach them or I can't get them. Have you heard this expression or something similar? Now we the fly. All right, I want you to think about this. And this is another way, uh, a very big piece of what I'm going to teach. I said, wait a minute. I said, there's no such thing as a nine or a 10. And the student brought it up. There's only the level of sexual excitement you feel in your body. It's just like that movie Spinal Tap where they, they said, oh, our, um, our amps go to 11. Pardon my fake English accent. And then you said, well, why don't you just make your... Why don't you just make 10 louder? And he said, well, I'll go to 11. So what I pointed out to the guy is there's no such thing as a 9 or a 10. There's only the level of sexual excitement in your body. Now, the moment, the moment I was able to get him to stop thinking in terms of a thing that's out in the world and instead contact, become aware of the process going on in his body, he began to have some choice. So many people, and this is a big piece mm -hmm. of what I'm going to do, is hope it's not over-intellectualized, but it's really, really crucial, is to stop looking at things out there in the world. We know uh, in studying NLP, that often with language, we freeze, F-R-E-E-Z-E. -E. We freeze our experience. So uh, we thinkify our experience. 
And when you do that, you lose contact with the process of what's going on inside. And then you have no opportunity to, to interrupt it or do anything with it. So a big piece of my training. I, I know uh, we'll get to the getting women dripping wet and soaking wet and, in a minute. And we'll get to how to be sexually, uh, I call it sexual aggression mastery, what that's all about. And language patterns. I love language patterns. They're fantastic. They're great. But learning how to show up a track before you open your mouth is another thing that we're going to be um, talking about and demonstrating in the seminar. Yeah, and I mean, lots of cliches. They're only cliches if you miss out what the true meaning of them was meant to be. The old one being, uh, you know, beauty is within or what have you. But the truth is, if you interpret that correctly, which is kind of, this ties in totally with what you were just saying, what is putting a lot of men off is that they don't, when they're saying that's a nine, a nine or a ten and attaching that label, uh, part of it is that they themselves are, uh, are comparing to their perception of themselves, which currently is incorrect. And they need to realise that the beauty is within them. And all they've got to do is allow themselves to feel worthy of I, I'm going to express a, a disagreement. Okay. And here's, I, I understand, but the, maybe it's not a disagreement, at least an amendment to what you're saying. Okay, yeah. Um, I think, guys, uh, this is a truism, and it's not, it's 90% accurate, but it's a good general expression of what I believe to be true. <laughs> and here it is. What men have to understand is women look at us through the emotions that they're feeling. I'll say it again. Women look at us through the emotions that they are feeling. So if through the way you show up, the way you use your voice, the type of subjects you get her talking about, suggestion, she feeling desire and connection and lust, she will look at you through that frame and you're going to become super attractive. It's very, very different. Guys, we look at a woman we're turned on visually. I'm not saying women aren't turned on visually, uh, but you don't have to rely on that. If you can get a woman to look at you through a certain set of emotions, then she will see you through those emotions. This is, and I'm going to show guys how to create those emotions in women within 10 minutes of conversation. That appears to be normal, ordinary conversation. Now, here's why I start to get really, 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 really excited. Um, you're going to have to slow me down and control me. This is a, okay, I'm sorry. This is, this is a passion. When you come to the live event, you will see this happening. You will visibly see women getting turned on because lots of women volunteers come. They're curious uh, about the whole thing. You will see them getting excited, getting turned on. You'll see it from their breathing. Some guys have told me, when you come and you sit in the front row, you can actually smell... Um, you can smell the wet. You know, this is I a real interesting point uh, for people who are watching this video. Underneath it, you'll see a description on YouTube, and there'll be a web link. There. Now, if they click on that web link, it will take them to a page where there's some videos, and one of them is exactly what you're describing. And I can say without a shadow of a doubt, it is obvious to a blind person that this is not just someone who's acting. It's not somebody who's being paid to do this at the front of the room for a seminar audience. This is a genuine reaction. Yes, and it's very, it's one thing 
to see it on video, but to be there and to watch me do it and observe the subtleties, you really, really get the conviction, not just the belief, the conviction that yes, this really, really is possible. Now let me uh, expand this to a broader point. I said that women look at us through the feelings that they have for us. But I, wanna, uh, I want to make this point a little bit finer. It's feelings, it's one thing to have a temporary feeling, but to get that feeling flowing through her body. So it's about what is the flow of feel that she has in her body? What is she visualizing in her mind? What is she imagining doing, so to speak? And what is she saying to herself? Because here's the difference. Here's the difference between men and women. This is a fundamental understanding that will be cemented in. If you just walk through the world with this understanding, things will change. A woman can feel something for you in one moment, and the next moment, she doesn't. We've all heard, Jonathan, have you ever heard the phrase, um, it's a woman's right to change her mind? Oh yeah, regular, yeah. Okay, it's not only right, it's actually her reality. Now, so a, a, a chump, a guy who can't get anywhere with women, can't create those feelings. A guy who's pretty good can create them, but a guy who's really good can create them and anchor it to himself. So anytime he wants, those feelings can, can come up again, and even they can accelerate. This is very, very important. So I will show guys how within the first 10 minutes or so to get those feelings started and keep them accelerated. Now, this is a very, very important point, and please, uh, I'm asking you for guidance here. Stop me if I'm saying too much. Okay. One of my, one, there's both, there's huge advantages of coming to a live event and studying with me, and there's disadvantages. The huge, huge advantage is uh, I have a very large NLP uh, sorry, I, I can't help it. I have a huge amount of heat, <laughs> but sometimes it can, the disadvantage is uh, sometimes it can feel and, and appear as overwhelming. So uh, I apologize for that, but, but that's how it works. So. Uh, well, there again, from, uh, from, I've looked at a lot of your materials, and obviously, as you say, watching videos is not as good as being at a live event. Videos that I have seen footage that was taken at live events, and I can honestly say that you also don't just teach people how to use these techniques, but you use them within your teaching so that you are, I want to say arguably, I don't want to scare people who are watching, this is to your benefit, people who are watching, but unconsciously almost installing new software into their heads. So you're reprogramming their computers for them so that they get Pick up yeah, let me do one thing. let me put software. this on Do Not Disturb. So Literally. the background, um, the background uh, of people clicking on and off doesn't doesn't disturb. Yes, that's true. One of the other advantages is when I do change work, I do a lot of change work on stage. And I'm just going to make a confession. Here, here's my confession. My confession is teaching guys to know what to say to women to get them turned on, please listen carefully. I'm a precise teacher. It's relatively, relatively trivial. But the really profound thing, the thing I enjoy more than anything, 
is doing the change work with guides. And you can actually see some of this um, when you go to uh, the link beneath this video. You can see if you scroll to the part where I'm talking about the personal transformation, you can hear these guys giving their testimonials. This guy, I playfully chocolate daddy. He talks about how he had terror talking to women for 25 years. I worked with him, with him for about 15 minutes. But the advantage is, and I think you know this too, many people, for every person who raises his hand and says, yes, I'm terrified of talking to women, there's 15 people in the audience who have the same problem. But what happens is, as they watch me work with a person on stage, I'm also speaking to their unconscious mind in the audience. And time and again, I hear, wow, you know what? You were working with that person, but I found that I had the same change. Now, again, I, I have, I'm very proud of my recorded programs, but you cannot get that. You just, you, you can't get that from a recorded thing. If you're present with me and I'm working with someone on stage, that transformation will take place. Not always, but often it will. And I'm very proud of that, that ability to spot. Um, someone once said that 99%, and I want to ask your opinion. I want you to chime in here. Uh, how, many years, how many years have you been doing hypnosis and, and hypnotherapy? Mm -hmm. Uh, professionally since 1989, so that's like 25 years. 10,000 people at least? Is... No, yeah, easily. Because so, you're getting through you, 40, 50 a night sometimes. Do you find it's true that a big piece, a really big piece of doing effective change work is gathering the right information and observing what's really going on. But often the client will come to you and think it's one thing, but the actual structure of what's going on, the client can't observe. Would you say that that's often correct? I would say more than often. Yes. I, I would so say one of the skill sets correct. that I bring to, do, to doing this is I can watch when someone asks me a question in the audience if you watch my videos i've been said that i appear to be arrogant that i interrupt students when they talk i do interrupt them because i want to point out to them what their language is implying may i give you an example okay yeah. again do. Uh, i think this phrase is used in england as well guys will say to me i find it really difficult to do cold approaches. Cold approaches are very difficult for me. If someone, if I'm already introduced to a woman, I can handle it, but I don't know how to do cold approaches. Have you heard this before? Yeah, I, I believe, to be honest, in the PUA arena, uh, I, I think it is pretty much well, cross-border without what does that imply? The student, when the student yeah. is asking me that question, what he first he thinks the real problem is can you give me some techniques to do cold approaches better that's what he thinks the important part is but really i can see is that that may be important but i point back mm -hmm. to him i say do you realize what your language is implying when you say cold that implies first of all that the person isn't really interested in talking to you it implies that there's not going to be any warmth 
it implies that there's going to be a frozenness in you. You're, through the language that you're using, you know this, that the language that we use automatically acts like an unconscious command. So this is part of my skill set as a teacher, to listen to the questions and through my listening in a special way, stop and point out what the real issue is. The way in which that person is languaging it is itself a big part of the problem. Now, once I get them off of that metaphor, I'll say, can you think of something different than the term cold approach? And I'll work with the student to come up with a better metaphor. Once he's got that settled, then I'll teach them the technique. So this is part of the unique aspect of coming to a live training with me. Because of the way I listen, a big part of my skill set as a coach and a teacher is how I listen to per people's personal metaphors that they're not even aware that they're using. For me, metaphors act as a canopy of consciousness. They control everything at lower logical levels. And again, forgive me if I'm over-intellectualizing, you don't need to understand what I'm saying to benefit from it. All you have to do is show up and let me do the work. Just like when you take your car into the mechanic, you don't need to worry about how he does the work. I'm explaining this to those of you in the audience who want to know how I do it. But the yeah, can I come in there, which is really interesting, because I believe I'm that there's, there's, again. there's a I'm wider group. Because I'm sitting oh, down yeah, again, because being an old man, I'm okay. a little tired, so here I am sitting again. Do go ahead. <laughs> I truly believe that your live event, uh, obviously there's people that want to become more successful with the opposite, or perhaps the same sex, because, you know, these techniques still work, you know, if, if, if that's your thing, so to speak. Um, but also I believe that, you know, in a lot of ways, a lot of hypnotherapists um, could benefit from learning these techniques because a large part of it is that people will come along to your events as I, from what I've seen from the testimonials and they in their head think, if only I had the confidence to be able to approach more women. And they think it's all about that. And as you've said, you can see beyond that and see there's other underlying things that they need to put right. And over the course of those three days in your presence, they will either consciously with some of the exercises or at an unconscious level, those things will be put right so that they naturally end up finding they have that confidence, which will not only make them more successful with the opposite sex, but this is really cool. It will make them more successful in their jobs, their careers. Yes. And, and, and if you're, if you everything are else a well. therapist, a lot of about, I would say 10 to 15% of my audience are people from the NLP and the hypnotherapy world who want to watch what I'm doing and learn from it. One of the things I want to point out is a lot of what I'm doing is training my students how to be okay with not knowing what's going to happen. This is really huge. I think a key, a key issue, it's not a looks issue, it's not a quote self-esteem issue or even a confidence issue. It's a learning systems issue. Here's what I mean. A lot of people who are having problems in their life are using the wrong system to try to fix it. <laughs> so many of the guys who come to my events They've come to other pick. They went to other seminars and trainings, and I, I, I'm not going to put anyone anyone else down. Although 
there's only one other person I approve of, and she's going to be co-training with me. We'll talk about her in a few minutes. Um, so many guys are trying to use internal dialogue to get skill in the real world. Here's the dilemma. It's sort of like, do you know the story of the Gordian knot? There is this knot, and the legend is anyone who could untie it would become king of Greece. And Alexander the Great just broke the rules. He took the sword and cut through the knot. So let me cut through this knotty problem of, of, of <laughs> see the little metaphor, the little mm -hmm. play on words? Um, let me cut through this knotty problem yeah. of confidence. Here's the thing. Guys are, consuming, are, are wanting what I call performance confidence. Performance confidence is what you do when you do your hypnotherapy. You've been successful 10,000 times. You have that experience. So you're reasonably, totally reasonably confident that 10,001, you'll do well. A lot of these guys, they want performance confidence yeah. without doing any performance. You see what I'm saying? They think if they just rehearse and do enough in their mind, they'll get real skills in the real world with real people. It doesn't work that way. So showing them, mm -hmm. showing them how to be okay with what I call acceptance confidence, to know that it's okay to not know what's going to happen, to be able to be present with that little bit of anxiety or nervousness and still go out and learn, and learn and not slide back down the learning curve. Uh, let me give you another metaphor, and I don't want to give away too much, but I'll give another metaphor. I'll ask you a question. Do you, do you have a refrigerator, Jonathan? Okay. Does it work well? Does oh, it, is yeah. it good for, for keeping sure. yeah. food cold? Okay. Do you have a telly? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Indeed. Do they work well? Can you watch Doctor Who yeah. or whatever on your telly? Okay. Yeah. But your yeah. telly, yeah. how good your telly be at keeping food cold? Crap. And how, you know, how good would your Pretty refrigerator crap. be yeah. at letting you watch the uh, football match? So it would. Because they're not designed to do that. Even more. So this talking to yourself over and over and over about the problem, that's not the system you need to learn. So a lot of this is showing guys what system they need to shut off and what system they need to turn on. This is a big, so again, this is something I think that's just not addressed in the seduction and pickup community. It's simply not addressed. The idea that um, if you just give guys a different playbook, a different set of things to say and do, that somehow they're going to be able to go out there and do it. And it's not necessarily true. You have to show them. Well, you know, that's why, and I'm not going to mention names, because it's not my place to do so, but that's why I, you know, I've heard on the ground, there's certain, you know, there's various people on courses with various levels of, of content or degree, and some are actually quite good, some are really crap. But if they don't cover the things that you're going to be covering, then there's still going to be some residue there. And so people are going to end up caught in a cycle where they're still searching for a holy grail or, or they feel they need something else rather than actually being able to be kind of set free, I want to say, and, right. and now, have let's that get to real the, life to the juicy part. 
which is what I call sexual aggression mastery. How do you show up? How do you show up with a vibe that's already attractive before you even open your mouth? How do you build that? Uh, and I don't think it can be done strictly between the ears. What I'm going to show guys is a way of building a vibe that I want you to hear me. That's subtly sexual. There's a difference between being a pervert who's constantly horny and showing up subtly sexual. Subtly. Subtle is significant. Subtle is very significant because a lot of what we communicate is subcommunication. So uh, we, I don't want guys to be frozen, but at the same time, I don't want them dripping with lust. There's got to be a subtle vibe that comes across. It's communicated subtly. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get kind of airy-fairy with this. I do believe there's something called energy. There's something called vibe. It's ill-defined. I can't say where it lies on the electromagnetic spectrum, but I do believe there is something subtle that people can communicate. And it's not just body language, not just facial expressions. So, so to be able to show mm -hmm. up like that, grounded in your body and quiet in your mind. See, when you're grounded in the body, and you're quiet in the mind, and you don't need a guarantee of success. I'll say it again. You're grounded in your body. Your mind is quiet. You have an outward focus of attention, and you don't need a guarantee of success. And, and, you let the other person, you give the other person radical permission, radical permission to have their first response to you, whatever that might be. Then a doorway, a possibility opens up. So again, I will teach you that, those skill sets to show up grounded in your body, quiet in your mind. So see, here's the thing. If you try to communicate through noise and through pain, what's going to happen is your message is going to be distorted through that noise and distorted through that pain. So many guys are asking, what do I say to women? And I'll get there. I'll absolutely get there. But for me, it's more important first to work on how do you show up so that what you communicate verbally. Let me switch back to a metaphor. And again, please stop me if I'm over-intellectualizing. This is what I'm trying to do is squeeze three days of training into an hour. No, yeah, I mean, that's like Im impossible. I mean, no, this is all real good stuff for us. I just hope people, you know, listening uh, and watching realize, comprehend how you are literally just scraping right. the surface right. of something massive. And in a sense, by the way, overwhelm is not a bad strategy for teaching. I'll tell you why. A lot of people said, why don't you teach in a linear fashion? First of all, it would be boring for me. But I don't believe that the unconscious mind or any or the conscious or any of us learn in a linear fashion. We try on a little bit of a skill, we slide back, we try on a different skill. So the ability to be okay with confusion translates out into being okay with some confusion when you're trying things in the real world. This is why being overwhelming in a skillful way as a teacher, as a teacher being overwhelming in a skillful way can actually create some powerful change.
So I actually lost my train of thought. I kind of overwhelmed myself there. Oh, I was talking about showing up attractive. This, yes, before you open your mouth. Now, um, let me just sidetrack and talk about my co-trainer, who I'm really excited about. Um, yes. Yeah, anyway, um, I noticed on your on on you know on, on your web page the link is underneath this video, by the way, uh, guys, and perhaps even that link you'll be able to see a picture and the um crying great praise um i was quite surprised I'd read it. well on. i as praising you know, someone else years, praying. I've what, had what's that all about with me and uh, they just some of them were okay but they just i never felt that they were worthy to share a stage they either didn't have the heart or the brain but this lady Haley quinn uh who's going to be teaching her own section of the seminar and also be sh who's going to be sharing the stage with me. She is the most talented person in this community, other than myself, that I've ever met. She's very young. She's only been doing this four or five years. She's already as good a teacher five years into it as I was 10 years into it. She's got a natural genius for teaching. She brings a woman's perspective, but I want to make this very clear. It's a woman's perspective with a great deal of empathy and compassion for men. Let me tell you why. Haley understands what it's like to date women because Haley is also bisexual. So she understands how it is to be with women uh, emotionally and intellectually and how to deal with all their crap. But this, this girl is brilliant. She is a rising star. Uh, and I have to say uh, from a, expression here i'm happy to have found someone who when i'm ready to just i'm too tired to do this one day who i can hand it over to and say Haley, take take my audience do this because uh you know i feel good i'm recovered pretty much from my health and sleep issues blah 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 but there's going to be a day where i run out of steam and i'm very very i'm thrilled that i've um brought Haley in and let me just say one thing when i first met her uh, I was not impressed. She sent me a video subsequently, and I, I wrote back and I said, you suck. <laughs> I'm sorry. You suck. Go home. You need to find something else to do. But then, uh, a few months after that, I saw a, a, a video presentation she did for Saturday Sarge. It's like a meetup group in London, and it was amazing. I thought, who is this person? This is a different person. This is not the person I saw before. I invited her to teach with me in London last year. You can watch some of the video on, on the link there. The guys loved her. I loved her. So I invited her to teach again with me this year and also sh uh, show the stage. We're also going to be doing some talks that uh, I don't want to talk about here uh, in England. So another benefit is Haley's going to be there. She is absolutely fantastic. Um, and she works with guys hands-on. So she'll get on stage and hands-on, uh, well, I, I don't want to get into it. I don't want to get uh, too, what's the word, provocative, but you'll have to come strongly to see. Tremendous. You know, I'm, I'm looking at my notes here because I made there's so much, I, I want people to realize this, but, um, I apologise for the people listening because the next sort of 60 to 90 seconds is going to sound like some kind of blatant 
uh, sales pitch, and and, and it isn't. Um, although I am going to be telling you a little bit about this event in London, I just want you to point out to you all that up until the 23rd of June, if you go to that link that's under this video, you can actually secure yourself your place to attend this event that could truly change your life for just $697. Now, for those guys who are in England, they're going dollars, dollars, what's the conversion? It's roughly, it's around the £415 sterling mark. But when you bear this in mind, that's, that's a bargain anyway for three days of life-changing training uh, to become more successful with the opposite sex. But just think of, I mean, how much would it be worth to you to know you could never fail or you have the confidence to improve in your career? Um, how much would it be worth to you to say goodbye to a fear or phobia that you have? These are all things that you can benefit from as well. You know, a decent, and I mean a decent therapist in England, let me just say, anywhere from let, 250 pounds up to a thousand pounds. Just I don't hold myself things. out as a therapist, so I want to mm. make that. I know you don't, but the natural benefits that people will experience when they put these things to use in their own life, they're the kinds of benefits that I know they could see as, as well as that which is mentioned on the page below. So, you know, then it becomes even more of a, of a no-brainer, a, a ridiculously cheap investment into your life. But then when you look at that page and you realize that as long as you take action now, uh, and, you know, by now you should have realized what an opportunity this is, that grabbing your place before June the 23rd means you can actually bring a friend with you at no extra cost. So this means one of two things. If you're really clever and you can convince your friend that the tickets are normally 830 quid, you can get him to give you 415 quid and your place is free. Or if you want to be a bit more honest with your friend, uh, split it down the middle and that's right. £207.50 sterling each. And suddenly it's like, this, you can spend more well, than that on a decent night out. And this is potentially life-changing. On, on women, but that's, that's your choice. The other thing I want to point out finally is I have a one-year unconditional money-back guarantee. So many people say, well, if you don't like the seminar, you have to ask for money back by the end of the uh, first day or second day. I'm so confident in my work that I give a one-year unconditional money-back guarantee. You have a year after the seminar to go use the stuff. And uh, anytime up until then, just write my friendly staff, say, I want a refund, and we'll give it to you. No one else does that. I, it, well, you do that because you're a star. Um, okay. I do, Ross. <laughs> yeah. And it okay. really nasks off the UK hypnotherapy trainers that I do. But, you know, I, I think I'd probably agree with you in the sense that a lot of this stuff, how can you know at the live training event that it's consistently yeah. working for you when you put it into action? You need to go out yeah, you need and consistently put it into action to so find out that it does work. The only way for a person, stop and mm -hmm. think about this. In that sense, I'm taking all the risk. The other thing I finally want to say is um, we have, I, I think I have it here. Give me one second, okay? Give me a minute. Well, while you're just looking for that I will share with everybody the fact that it's a thinking oh dear it's going to cost me a lot of money to get to London perhaps I want to in Europe or something there's a website worth you taking a look at called airbnb.com 
That's A for Apple, I for Indigo, R for Roger, B for Bertie, N for Norman, B for Bertie. That's Airbnb.com. And on that website, you can get incredibly discounted hotel accommodation or, in fact, penthouse suites in London for cheaper than it costs for hotels. So that will save you money on Correct. I want to show you something. Stopping in London. So many people use event. fake scarcity. Oh, we only have so many seats left. This is my contract. Uh, can you see this? You let me know. Can you see mm -hmm. what that's? I can. Hilton Conference okay, Event I've, Agreement. Um, London Canary Wharf. Uh, Great venue. If you see here, can you see where it says the uh, layout classroom? Yes. Uh, classroom setup is uh, classroom style, agreed limit and guaranteed limit, both being identical for people listening that can sometimes be oh, different what? numbers in those areas, but That's they are right. both the same. Seats. This is proof. Agreed, I'm, not faking guaranteed. It. I'm not playing around when I say that's all we got. It's right there in black and white. Uh, and I do that to assure the quality of training. So I am not kidding when, when, uh, when I say that's it. So you better get in there because I've uh, the first shot at doing this is to my own customer base. That's my first shot. So get in there if you want this. And the prices go up. So if you get in by June 20, if you sign up by June 23rd, then you get the lower price. After that, it goes up 300 US dollars and uh, you don't want to do that. So um, it's been an honor, and I hope in the future we get to work together. It would be really great to see you. Um, I don't know if you're going to have an opportunity to pop. I don't have... If I can pop down, yeah, very English saying that. But yeah, if I get a chance, I'll pop down to the smoke as uh, this. Uh, you know, it, thank you. It's been uh, amazing. I'm gonna. I know that the, you know the people on my mailing list and, and my contacts are going to get a lot out of this. Um, especially when they open their minds to it. And when you look at the link below, you'll also see, you know, I've already said to you that you, you book before June the 23rd, you can bring somebody with you. Well, there's a whole bunch of other stuff that you're going to give them as well. I Free have bonus. to do it. it I have just, to do it, that because crazy. It so really, many really people is. have been ripped off in this business. If I don't offer that much and the kind of guarantee I offer, um, then... then it doesn't make it super easy to believe that what I'm saying really works. But as you find yourself convincing yourself for whatever reason, or maybe you don't need to convince yourself, maybe you just find that you automatically find yourself signing up. The important thing is to realize it's a great investment and, and that your investment is protected. You know, just before you go, Ross, one, one thing we haven't mentioned, and that is, I, I know from, I spoke to people that have been to your events before, and they spoke to me about the camaraderie and the great friendships they built up with the other students there, the times they spent in the evenings and, uh, and how they Bugger kept me. in contact I should have mentioned weeks that. and months afterwards and years. Uh, the opportunity to form bonds with other men and, God, I have to make this really clear, I always have alumni students returning as my guests. Uh, and they're more than happy to share their success. It's really great to hear from me, but to be able to go to lunch or dinner uh, or talk to them for free on the breaks and to hear their stories of how they broke through, priceless.
Exactly. I mean, that's worth that truly can be to some people worth worth the entire effort of showing up at the event on top of it can be the icing on top of this fantastic cake and opportunity that you know go and taste it, go and look at it, click on that link below and go and see the man you see on your screen live in person because then you'll also have the chance to ask him questions in person which is something you can't oh, do with home oh there's home. one more thing i you want can to actually say. ask questions very important. everyone's privacy is strictly protected we will be videoing the event but we never ever 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 show anyone's face unless they specifically say i want to come on stage and uh, i'm willing to have the camera on however even if you aren't willing to uh, be filmed, I'll still work with you on stage. That's my devotion and that's my dedication. So your privacy is absolutely 100% guaranteed. Your face will never be shown. We do not do that. Men have to know that they can come and learn without any, with, with full confidence that their privacy is utterly protected. And finally, men need to be reassured that it's okay to learn this, that coming to this is a sign of courage. It's a sign of self-respect. It's a sign of belief that yes, you believe that you deserve a better life, that you can have better, that you can do better, that um, things can work for you. So thank you. Thank you. Most definitely. And you know, they've taken the first, very first step by listening to this recording. So don't give up that momentum you started. Click on the link underneath the video read what you find, look at the other videos Ross talked about, absorb it, feel it, take action on it while, you know, strike while the iron's hot as we say here in England, because you'll be so, so, so glad you did. Thank you so much for uh, your time, Ross. Um, I look forward to hopefully being able to pop down and see you. I know that it's going to be amazing for the 50 people in the room. So, you know, are you going to be one of those 50? Time is literally, literally, the clock starts ticking now. Uh, you know, it does say 23rd of June is when the price goes up, but that's assuming there's any tickets left by the 23rd of June. There'll probably be two or three left, right. if, if any, by then. So you really would be wise. Click that link below this video right now.